0: About this time of year is that people really do, you should really start to notice the difference that there is a bit of Christmas cheer about people, isn't there? It's supposed to be a season of joy and happiness, and actually, this is the kind of thing that we see. Um, I was in O'Brien's sandwich shop just the other day on Stafford Street, and one lady was clearly feeling the Christmas cheer, so the cashier handed her her change, I suppose, just as the cashier would on any other day. And normally, being in Edinburgh, busy one o'clock and so on, this lady would probably just kind of take her change, mumble her thanks, and then then walk away. But not this day, not at Christmas time. No, just when she took her change, she went to walk away, but she turned and smiled and said, thanks, and then went to walk away again, and then she stopped and turned around and went, happy Christmas. And the cashier behind the till just went, Happy Christmas to you too. And honestly, I thought it was going to turn into The Sound of Music for a moment. I thought we were all let's sing Joy to the World right now, everyone. Come on, stand up. Uh, But no one did. Um, uh, It was just—it was lovely to see. It is just such a shame, isn't it, that we have to go back to our normal grumpy, self-centred selves come Boxing Day. Well, what I want to talk to you about this morning is that Christmas joy, and look at really what lies behind that joy. Joy, not just for a day, but for a lifetime. Four things that we need. There are four things in this passage from Luke chapter 2 that we need from, for true Christmas joy. That's not happened before in that sermon. That's all right. Um, and I'm going to need four little helpers. Lydia, would you like to come and help me? Could you come and stand here? And you three boys, come and stand here. There may be trouble ahead. (laughs) Right, let's have you here. And Lydia, do you want to come and stand here for me? Is that all right? No, you want to come and stand here? There are four things, friends, that we need for true Christmas joy. Now, you behave when I'm speaking here, because, all right, listen. No dabbing, no monkey races. etc. This is going to go totally wrong. In fact, I am actually going to move here. Yes, God bless radio mics, that's what I say now, I see you, okay, okay, listen, four things that we need for true Christmas joy, well, true Christmas joy is tied up with hearing the good news that the angels heard, uh, declared, that is why we need big ears, okay, everyone, I want you to have big ears at Christmas time, who's seen the BFG? You want we'll see, he's got the biggest ears, hasn't he? Do you know anyone with bigger ears than the BFG boys and girls? Apparently, they keep growing as you get older. Ears and nose, I am alarmed. Okay, I've already got a big nose. I'm a bit worried about this. Anyway, right, we need ears to hear. Now, true Christmas joy is dependent and tied to the fact that we need to hear the good news that the angels declared on that day. The angels announced, what really is the most important news that anyone will ever hear in their life. Better than the news that school is finished for the holidays is the news that a Savior has been born to us. Better than the news that a baby brother or sister has been born is the news that Christ, the one who would die on a cross to take away our sins, is the news… Better the news a baby brother has been born or sister is the news that the Savior has been born to us, the Christ who will bring us back to God. Better even than the news of wars stopping is the news that the Lord himself, God himself, has come personally to rescue us. So what do we need these big ears for? You look very cute. What do we need these big ears for? Boys and girls, show me your ears. Can anyone remember the news that we heard? It was good news of... Great sadness, no, joy for a few, for all people, all people, all types of people in the world. Now, some people are pretty bad at listening, it has to be said, and there are two main things that can stop us from having these kind of listening ears. Now, boys and girls, do you daydream at school? Anyone daydream? I guess this is my son, Will, Will. Yes, (laughs) anyway. Right, daydreamers, there's a big problem for daydreamers. What happens if you're daydreaming and your teacher is giving you all these instructions about the things that you need to do? Stand still. You're going to miss these instructions, and you're not going to do what you're supposed to be doing, okay? Now, what happens then, boys and girls, when you grow up? Do you think grown-ups are good at listening? Well, there is a go to you I to get back into my good books. There is this thing for grown-ups called selective hearing, and it's particularly prevalent among men. And this selective listening thing is, is one of these things where you've actually got ears to hear, but you just choose what you're going to listen to. Now, I think when it comes to hearing the good news of Christmas, we can fall into one of these two categories. We can be daydreamers. We can just be thinking about all the presents and all the stuff surrounding Christmas and completely miss the main point. Or we can really hear the message, but actually, because of, for other reasons, we just choose to kind of push it back. Well, I want to say that unless we have ears to hear, we'll never really understand true joy at Christmas. And I want us all to have listening ears. Do you know what else we need? We need a magnifying glass. Can you hold that, please? Thank you. We not only need ears to hear, we need a magnifying glass. We need to be able to see things for ourselves. Now, when I was growing up, a magnifying glass was like this, it was the symbol of, of an investigative detective, okay? It was, it was Inspector Gadget when I was growing up. Does anyone know of Inspector Gadget? No? Yeah, you do. Okay, good. Well, this, what you do when you're an investigator with a magnifying glass is you go and you look over all the clues. You investigate for yourself to see if the news that you just heard was true. And what did we read the shepherds do? What did they do? When the, shepherds, when the angels left them, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened that the Lord has told us about. Now, for the grown-ups, fake news is a big deal just now. It has a lot of power and influence. It can change the way people think. It can change elections, all these different things. It is a big deal. And people are paying a lot of money just now to try and figure out how can you identify fake news within the hour and therefore rubbish it completely, right? Well, I think we need to have the same kind of diligence when it comes to this. We need to do what the shepherds did, to go and investigate for ourselves whether or not this news is actually true. Because if it's good news of great joy for all the people, then why would we stay so sad? Why would we not want to experience this joy that should be for us as well? So, what I want to say is that we not only need our listening ears to hear the good news, but we need to be like the shepherds, to go and investigate, to see for ourselves if what was said was true. Now, was it fake news? Two thousand years ago, historically I'm speaking about here, did someone called Jesus Christ, was He born into this world? Well, the answer is yes. There are Roman and Jewish, never mind Christian, historians who testify to that. It's a perfectly valid point. It is historically credible. Have you looked into it? Have you considered it? Well, look at the shepherds. Verse 16, it says, They found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. They not only found it out to be true, it profoundly impacted them. And I wonder if we might, at this Christmas time, come to realize true Christmas joy if we go and see for ourselves. Now maybe you're here, you're brand new, you've never really thought about this kind of stuff. Maybe you've heard the news, but you've never really gone to see for yourself. If you want to do something like that, why don't you ask the person who brought you? Or if you're around Edinburgh and you'd like to join us, come any Sunday. We also have particular courses that are set up to help people do this, called Life Explored and Christian Explored, Christianity Explored. And it really is just a group of people getting together to discuss things over a table like you would do over coffee. It says, a, we call it a course, but that's just a bit too highfalutin. It's just a bit of chat about things that we believe matter. Okay, we not only need listening ears, we not only need a magnifying glass, we need something else. And I could be full of regret. We need a megaphone. Lydia. (laughs) Right, oh dear. Right, pop that one there, it's a bit heavy. Right, now there's nothing there to shout into, right? Can you you say, good news? Good news. Good news. Good news. Christ died for you. Good news. Good news. (laughs) So we sing a song. No? Okay. Well, what you need is a megaphone. Actually, when you have listening ears to hear the best news Uh ever. Right. Okay. Never. Right. You leave that there. Okay. When you have listening ears. When you have listening ears. Never work with children or animals, is what they told me. when you hear news that is this good, as good as the Christmas news, I'm so tempted to say, mute me for five seconds. <laughs> right. Oh, right, let me see, We're gotta hold that there. All right, tell you what, let me see. I'm actually gonna put that there, okay? <laughs> That'll do, okay, that's all right, you can play with it after, yeah. when everyone's gone. Now, um, when you hear news that is this good, and you go and investigate it for yourself to see if it's true. Man alive, you do not want to keep this news to yourself. Now, maybe some of you are here and you're, you're thinking, actually, my family members like that, they keep telling me about this thing all the time. And actually, it's because we want to spread the joy. It really is something that has made us profoundly happy. And we believe the Bible teaches us that it makes us profoundly happy forever and eternity. And that's what we want to share. And that's what we encourage people to think about. Because you'll only ever really know Christmas joy when you start to see joy on other people's faces because of it. Now, this is a day when we give each other gifts. What is it you're looking for when you give a gift? Not the receipt, okay? What you're looking for is the jaw to drop, the the, the intake of breath, the, it's perfect, it's exactly what I was looking for, okay? And that's the kind of thing that brings you true joy as a giver. As Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Okay? That's what brings great joy. Spread the word just like the shepherds did when they had seen him. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed. And rightly so. This is the Son of God come into this world to rescue us from our sin and our suffering. He entered into the muck of our life in order to pull us out of it. That is a happy, happy thing. Last thing we need. Lydia? A microphone. Do you know what this is? A microphone. Uh, What is it called? Can you sing? Would you like to sing a song? Shall we sing away in a manger? No, you can hold that and hold it up high for me so that everybody can see it. Can you hold it up high? Well done. We need a microphone, right? Good news, great joy for all people the Savior, the Christ, the Lord has been born. We not only need to hear that news, we not only need to investigate that news and see for ourselves, we not only want to spread the news, we want to sing about it. We want to burst out into songs of praise because that is the appropriate response. Actually, I mean, what kind of songs ought we to sing at Christmas given there's good news of great joy for all people? We wish you a merry... No, 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 that's rubbish. It doesn't even count. How about, veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail incarnate deity, pleased as man with man to dwell. Jesus, our Emmanuel. Hark the herald angels. Now that is a song. That is a carol. How about, joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. I want to say this morning that heaven and nature are singing in this passage. The glorious angels are singing God's praises at the start, and in the end, the shepherds are joining in the song. Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those on whom his favor rests. I want to say that if we are going to enjoy true Christmas joy, we need big ears we need a magnifying glass. We need a megaphone and a microphone. Not just for today, but for all of your life. If you want to find out more, the next screen, like I said, I mentioned there's a, a course that we're running called Life Explored just now. It's brilliant, it's advertised on these things here. Um, if you want a free book to find out more about this, or if you want to find out more about the church, or if you want to actually register for a course um, for the Life Explored or Christianity Explored or something like that, you can just text info and your name to that number and we'd be delighted to pass on a wee gift to you and get you signed up let me pray and then we'll sing our final song Father